0: Episode 90, whisper in your lover's ear, text the SoundHawk. What's that number, SoundHawk?
1: 303-548-6877.
0: That's a real person. That's this handsome, tall drink of water sitting on the couch right here next to my cat. You Our can life, text this guy.
1: Life is an open book.
0: Yep, you can you text know, him. You can text him food news. You can text him things you like about this show. No dick pics, though.
1: Ugh. Ugh. That's how you beat the... Uh, the trolls. That's how you beat the robots. You just put it all out there. That's right. I'm not hiding anything. You don't have to be afraid of a bunch of
0: 303-548-6877. 303-548-6877. So, uh, we, Hi at oh, natch.is. Oh, okay. Ooh, here's a new one. At Real Natch. Mark at natch.is. You've never given that out before? No. <laughs> Here, guess what? Hey, you know what? Josh at Oh. You can reach out to me, too. I, there's some sort of lag when, I, when people email that, it takes like an extra hour to get to me, but it'll get there, and I will reply, and my voice will crack.
1: I'm finishing up a, uh...
0: Is that a Twix that you got there? I think that was a Milky Way.
1: Thanks for the snacks.
0: Hey, you're welcome. I like to, Not uh, quite
1: as healthy as I've come to expect.
0: Well, usually we eat sugar in the form of Vega One Bars, but... Yeah. Speaking of... We got <laughs> Oh, I can actually bring that cue in.
1: we got an announcement. Big show coming out of Natch Studio.
0: Yep, it's called Get Bit. Uh, I'm going to read what Mark Brush wrote here. It's a deliciously odd food podcast hosted by Mark Bittman. Just just do it from your heart. I'll read what I wrote. So what it is, it's like this deliciously odd podcast uh-huh. hosted by Mark Bittman, We're very food writer proud of for the that... New York Times, mm-hmm. author of many cookbooks, several of them in my collection. Can't tell you how many times... He's a famous per month, man. I use how to cook everything vegetarian. It's my go to baby. He's a smart man. We spent some time with him. We did. We know him. We do. We enjoyed his company. We're the boys. We're the boys.
1: Uh, it leaks next Tuesday. So depending on when you're listening to this, that's November 22nd. Uh, you can find it on Instagram and Twitter at get bit.
0: That's G E T B I T T T T. See what we did there. Get bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: so you can see how we
0: roll in the studio. Go to
1: our social too. We'll kick off some links to the actual show, the pilot, pilot, pilot.
0: It's a pilot. It's a lot of fun. But here, we'd like to share something with you from the cutting room floor.
1: A little taste of that fun. Yeah. So we were taste. we were on a
0: farm. Mark Bittman is living on a farm, Don't and we were there the beans. with him. I'm not spilling that many beans, man. We 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 walked to the garden together. I'm gonna eat this. What is there this there? Are some chickens? You'll hear it
2: to the garden. Au jardin we, but I'm just pict- I think there's only two little leg points oh, in there so it's, it's not a lot of not a lot of activity wouldn't mind like taking a shower at some point it's really good
0: There lizards in this garden there's a
2: frog who lives in here you often see them it's there's really funny dart over there i don't see any lizards there's snakes around here but not a lot of them is this what we got there's one right there yeah there. that's it two eggplants both little That's it. Got like eight
0: eggplants this year. It's not really that successful. I got some marshmallow eggplants, I think they were called. Really? Little white ones? Yeah, but they got about like that size, but I I got like probably 20 of them on one plant. That's nice. It was unexpected.
2: Come on. Let's
0: go. Out.
2: We're closing up the garden. Come on, come on, sweetie.
0: (laughs) So there's your taste. That's (laughs) That's from the cutting room floor of Get Bit. That's the slowest paced taste I've ever heard. Well, you know what? When people hear the show, I mean, it's very fast paced. (laughs) That's that's fun. The show is Phonetic almost. But like, so that that's a quieter (laughs) moment. Charming, charming clip. (laughs) As you can hear, it was recorded in stereo sound.
1: Most of the show is not just a. Josh and Mark talking about eggplants.
0: No. In fact, I don't think any of the show is that. No, that's why I'm telling you. It's a nice cutting room floor clip. I'm excited. Everybody, please tune in. Give it a listen. Tell us what you think. We had a blast making it, and we're excited to share it with you. Moving on. Moving on. um, So Mark did watch... Was was I right? Was it season three, episode six of Black Mirror?
1: The final episode of season three. I had heard uh-huh. Via these unreliable viral fake news stories online, Ooh, that it was so bad. Many of those. It was a bad episode. I didn't think so. It was amazing. It was quite an episode. So I right? haven't watched any of the rest of the season, but I watched the final episode. It was quite impactful because I watched it on my iPad in bed in the dark at night with the covers over my head so Jenny wouldn't see the light.
0: Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> you had the covers <laughs>
1: over your head? An hour and a half of that, and I was like, oh, oh.
0: Did you have your cans on? I had mean, the earbuds in. Man, isn't that something else? We'll see, the reason I wanted you to watch it, obviously, if, I mean, we, I guess we should give a synopsis, but it's... I, with, that's spoilers! What? I well, guess there's going to be spoilers. Well, we're going to talk, we talk about, about, about it. Like, <laughs> what? You just want to... Okay. okay, we watched it. Everybody, if you haven't heard it... God, I am... so. Am I, am you just can't control yourself is the problem. All right.
1: Every, right here. Wait, let me do this. Oh, hold on. Move the mic. Hold on. Okay.
0: Professional podcasters. Remember,
1: I'm going to be this far away. You might have to boost me later.
0: Yeah, we'll see about uh, that.
1: If you haven't watched the episode and you plan on it, skip ahead.
0: I can't tell you how long because who knows. Probably how about
1: around. knowing you about 35 minutes.
0: I think we can do it in three. Three minutes. So it's set in, in a, a, the not too distant future. Right. Um,
1: London, Eng- uh,
0: England. Right? Yeah. And you don't realize it's going to be about drone bees right away. Not London. I think it was. They're in London, I like. think. Right. I don't know. Wasn't very urban. It's cool though, because it kinda it, it's it opens, um, well, there's like a police officer, a female police officer kinda has uh undertones of that show, The Killing. Remember yes. that show? Yes, I do. Like it's a it's a police procedural at first, but in the background there's like you see these little robot bees on some on some flowers. You're like, Oh. Part of you's thinking, like, oh, that's just to let us know it's in the future, right? But no. Clearly real bees are have been wiped out, so they've replaced them with these little drone bees that do all the good work of pollinating. All, all you know, there's
1: some command central mm-hmm. watching all the bees. And I gotta get back up to the mic. I'm not as loud anymore. Well
0: it just depends on how excited you are. Yeah. You're you're uh, there's a woman who the distance should be proportional to your expresses an excitement.
1: opinion on her blog. She's a she's sort of a Rasmataz blogger.
0: Who, uh, she dogs on a handicapped person. Yeah, who
1: had herself like committed suicide to protest something. And she says, What a waste, or why bother? And yeah. She gets trolled
0: aggressively. But and eventually, with the hashtag death2, whatever that comes her name in later, is. but that's all right. Well, I mean, that's kind of the. She gist ends up dead. She ends up dead in her house.
1: And the police come to investigate. And so begins the episode.
0: Yeah. And eventually they figure out, like, someone else, this other guy. This hip hop star, like dogs this kid who's like trying to mimic his dances
1: on some daytime talk and show. So he starts
0: getting trolled too with the hashtag death to whatever his name was.
1: They connect the hashtags. Yeah. And they connect the cause of death.
0: Turns Oof. out someone's hacked into the drone bees. And to, to, if someone gets it, well, there's like this weird social contest, right? Like, you were all over the map. Do you remember this show? Yeah. It's like it, if, if people start using the hashtag death to Mark Brush,
1: yeah, well, and you okay, win okay, out okay, if
0: you're okay. if there's more hashtag death to Mark brushes than any other hashtags, then one of the drone bees is going to come to you. It's going to fly in your ear and dig around in your brain. They writhe in pain. The police can't figure out what's wrong. They
1: connect the, the two together and they realize, oh, there's a drone bee inside this guy's brain. Fucking
0: drone bee. Drone bee, and they like you know they show the like the
1: the MRI and it's like carved a
0: pill. Well, that one it's because it it's because it they put him in the MRI and the mag, the magnet, magnet in there it right makes it, to pulls it through eye. his head.
1: Do his eye socket and, yeah. So they're both dead And then they realize Oh Both of them have in common That they said something Controversial And got attacked online With the hashtag They find the that hashtag too. They start to piece together The hashtag And they realize This hashtag is killing people Yep Someone has hacked The drone bees mm-hmm. Is in control Of the drone bees And is using social media To decide who will die
0: And that's just Spoiler number one We won't go We don't, we don't have to go any further But there's another Kind of big twist too
1: that was the that was the devastating. That was that was that was rough.
0: But there's the, what the second twist that, that, that we're not going to talk about. Yeah, the big one at the end. The big reveal. Holy Ooh, fuck! That's a tough one. So it just makes you rethink drone bees. <laughs> 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 We've always been a very pro drone bee podcast. We can't. We we figure like drone bees will save us. True, they might, but they could also uh, annihilate us.
1: Food news eventually.
0: But I encourage you to watch it. it. It's a a good... It's a good episode. It's a good uh, fucking thing. It's quite powerful. Black Mirror. Have you you watched any of the other seasons? I've
1: seen the first two seasons. God damn. We are all complicit in much of the mayhem that is afoot. Opt out. If there's one lesson to be learned from the Soundhawk,
0: fuck Facebook, opt out. But listen to podcasts. Oh, totally. Especially this one. This is the truth. I'm not peddling any fake news that I'm aware of. I think we probably peddled some fake news on accident. Maybe, but maybe if we got, had some We got hoodwinked by Zuckerberg. Why right. did you move all the candy over by you? Well, those are just the wrappers. Here's one. You want a piece? There's. You that. ate all that candy. I had a couple pieces. I had one piece of candy. You had like six pieces. Time yeah. for a cue. I don't have that cue. You're never gonna get it. I'll get it. I'll find it. Yeah. How about this cue? No. It kind of sounds like this, actually. So we've already heard it. Here, okay. wait. Actually, I'm going to recreate the cue. We don't no. even. No, watch. CRISPR! That's exactly what it sounds like, so we we'll just do that.
1: We, You're so lazy. We have now crispr a human. Hat tip, Shaggy Brownie. Shout out, Shaggy Brownie. A group of Chinese scientists have become the first to use the game-changing gene-editing technology CRISPR-Cas9 on humans. You have seen this coming, Natch listeners. Mm. Nature reported today that a team from Sichuan University inserted genetically modified cells into a patient with aggressive lung cancer in October. Lo and behold, and what we're about, we're about to. Uh, it went fine so far. They're doing another round soon. But <laughs> guess what, right Zuckerberg? It's happening. No, that's truth.
0: Oh, okay. I just didn't see. Th- there's no
1: though. outcome yet, but okay. they've they've, no gone, they've opened the door. Pandora, they've opened the door. No the door Has opened. Pan, what did I just say? Meanwhile, in the Pandora's United States. Meanwhile, in the United States, Carl June scientist leading a a pending study here told Nature he anticipates the beginning of a gene-editing race between the U.S. and China. I think this is going to trigger Sputnik 2.0, he said, a biomedical duel on progress between China and the United States. What about Russia? They're not there with CRISPR-Cas9. It's a China-U.S. game. Oh, really? Dude, we are editing humans.
0: Deal with (sighs) it. It's only a matter of time. We're on the brink, man. It's we're fuck. on the brink of something. We're on the brink of something. I'm just glad we're talking. Yeah. We're talking. The adults are talking.
1: The adults. The adults with a podcast on a Friday <laughs> mid morning
0: are talking. <laughs> we're the adults. New segment. Oh, uh, let me queue up your. This, this one, I actually have the queue ready.
1: In the wake, post election.
0: Why don't you post, explain? Post election America. Who's going to be watching? Was that Trump's you? America? We have to stay vigilant. All right, hold on. Who's watching? What was that? That was that was terrible. <laughs> That's uh, our cue. Who's watching?
1: We are watching. Yep. Two stories in the "We Are Watching" department. This is from Eater, everybody's favorite food site. We're not going to tell you which immigrant-owned restaurants need your support. Ooh, yeah. And I quote, written by Eater staff, by the way. Okay. Over the last week, as the reality of the next four years in America has set in, we at Eater have been inundated with requests from readers throughout the country for lists and maps of immigrant and minority-owned restaurants to support. For all that we agree with the spirit of solidarity and inclusion behind these requests. However, what? Eater will not be publishing lists specifically of immigrant or minority-owned businesses. We feel that it would be irresponsible to publish guides specifically highlighting restaurants owned by people whose lives and livelihoods may right now be threatened because of the very real possibility that they would double as
0: cheat sheets
1: to help intolerant actors find new people, businesses, and families to target.
0: See, that's my level of paranoia right there. (laughs) Don't make lists because they'll use the lists. Yeah. Okay. All right. But they do, I read this article and they do encourage you to just get out there and find these restaurants on your own. But they're not going to, and you know what? Denver, Colorado, we, we, there's a bounty of amazing ethnic restaurants all over this city. A lot of them in strip malls. So you're shaking your head because you don't know.
1: It's true. Hey, I was just wagging my head. I wasn't shaking it. I was like, I was was thinking, I was thinking.
0: We actually are.
1: I think, I think it's more than people would expect, but it. You compare it to I'm not saying we're New fucking New York City. York City.
0: All right. We're our own thing, and we got our shit going on too, man. I, you get some South Indian vegetarian cuisine out in Aurora, blow your fucking mind. I yeah. can't remember the name of the place, but remember it's good. That,
1: remember that pho place we would go to? Fuck I, yeah. Oh, God. So I did not understand the depth. I had. I just hadn't... I guess I'd been a coastal elite. I had intentionally... And, because and I've opted out of Facebook for years, but I think because I had not... You and your... I've opted out of Facebook I'm for I'm very years. proud of that. I, I had... It's coming. I had not. What's coming? The dog. A, a reassessment of all social media. Oh, the utility of it in our begun. lives. Yeah, that's what I mean.
0: It's you it's know what? <laughs> it's groundswelling. Sure, man. Podcasts. Podcasts are fine. No, and that's where it's at. Yeah, I'm saying people are. Certain, that's why they I come want here Real once a conversation. Week. Yeah. Distilled by a couple of you. jackasses. <laughs> they don't want. No, but but not. But at least we. 548 three zero three five four
1: eight six eight seven seven. You text that, sound I, Hawk. I'm not hiding behind some Russian hack email. Nope, throw him a dick pic. He doesn't care. I do care. I don't want that. And that's is that illegal? That's um, harassment.
0: Well, if you truly don't, if want you send me one said of those, you, you said I, you don't I, want it, but I don't believe you. I will
1: turn you into some sort of authority. I don't know who it is. <laughs> so I didn't realize the depth of. I don't know if it's depravity. It's just dumb. Depravity. There's just this dumbness around this, the Trump troll movement. Now we just got to, we just, we're over. I just said that we're over. Yep. Our podcast is done. it just been flagged. It's been a lot of fun. Episode
0: 90. <clears throat> Wait, I don't, I'm children. not sure I know what you're saying though. I,
1: I hadn't, I hadn't tuned in to like what's going on on social media with the Trump movement and how they, how they were being lied to. No, what they were, yeah, what they were eating up and what kind of foment they were stirring up online. So well,
0: I read an interview with one of the guys who actually wrote a lot of these stories. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't read it. He thought of himself I as like him the time of more day. akin to the onion. To him, it was satire. But he, then was, he, ate it up. he was floored that people were right. believing it, but right. he kept writing it and he thinks he may have made a lot of money helped. He does make a lot of money. He talks about it.
1: Yeah. Good for him.
0: I mean, not a lot, a lot of money, not like podcast money.
1: Trump train targets PepsiCo CEO now we're no big fans of Pepsi but hey enough's enough after into this is coming from SeekingAlpha.com. alpha.com you've been to that site it's like the day trader site or the
0: that was a horrible site no, this, was- this was an incomplete story did yep. you read that like you read the story the last sense of the story is we oh, had okay. to watch the video to make to believe it for ourselves but then the video's not there
1: no you could keep going but you had to sign up to get behind
0: there oh, their paywall.
1: Or not even paywall, but just register. So I said, oh, forget "I don't want it. on I that newsletter." I didn't need that. I don't need the complete story. <laughs> I just need the soundbite on Facebook. <laughs> All right, Zuckerberg. After intemperate post-election comments by Grubhub CEO, I think he said something
0: like, uh, "God, here I am. I'm, I'm the problem." He basically said, "If, if you, you're if a Trump you supporter, Trump, you should resign." Yeah, resign. We don't want you here.
1: Trump supporters vowed to boycott his company. Now some Trump supporters. What the hell have, is Grubhub?
0: I don't know. Food. Delivery like, service.
1: Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Trump supporters have targeted PepsiCo for comments made by its CEO. Here's one of the original tweets by Fed Up. Pepsi CEO doesn't want Trump supporters using his products, in quotes. So save this photo and let's tweet not to use them every day until
0: he's fired. It's a she. Indra Nui, yeah, it's a woman. Indra, and her uh, power animal, you can find it on our blog, is a guinea pig. <laughs> yes, because guinea pigs. I mean, she she's like a diminutive gal. I think she was a, a
1: Hillary supporter,
0: but she's a female executive who can leap a lot higher than breaking than all kinds of glass. I'll have this conversation.
1: You have that one. Okay. All kinds of glass ceilings, and I don't even know oh, who she's who's using
0: the sound bites now.
1: What did she even? <laughs> say? What did she even say? Uh, I don't know. Nobody knows what she actually said on this conference call, but uh, Pepsi CEO supporting using... Now, so they put in quotes, his products, because I guess they're saying they're not really his.
0: his no, his, they mean, they thought, in, what's no, her name? Well, I know they, they think that a she's guy. a he, and yep.
1: let's tweet not to use them every day until he's fired, because there's no irony there. He's fired. No, it's a she. But then there is something going on with his products, I, I, it's
0: the bizarre. CEO of Pepsi, his products
1: Yeah, why is that in quotes? I think because he's like, you don't own those products Those are America's products I don't know oh, what's going on that? there, right? Okay. It's just a double error But then later on, if you look at more of the tweet stream, it's insane is it? It's like, and he's, a, and he's a Muslim And just like dozens of those Just dozens of those And none of it's accurate, none of it's right It's all mean-spirited It doesn't. It's just
0: disheartening We're watching I don't have that sound cue again, but hey, that was a good one, wasn't it? You know what? I don't ever need to hear that sound cue again.
1: <laughs> that was. A, can I hear it one more time as a as a swan song? Uh, no, no, you do know, Too lazy, right?
0: Well, no, I'd have to interrupt the flow of the podcast. Okay. We, I do the sound cues live. I don't have a sample pad. I'm just dropping them. All right.
2: In the face. In the
0: face. Let's let's make this quick this week. You're just running away with it. Look You're at running this. running away with it. I have 233 points, actually. After last night's game, I picked the New Orleans Saints to cover the spread. They were the underdogs by three and a half points to the Panthers. And? They lost by three, so I got 0.5 points. Oh. So actually, my score now is 233.5. Oh, thanks for clarifying. Put it in my end zone, second place, 95.5. So.
1: (laughs) Who's this wild card? Number three.
0: Big Beaver? (laughs) I don't know. Big Beaver has 58. But remember um, Ditka's driving the bus? Wait a minute. So wait, out, of wait, these, wait, hold on. out of
1: these top five, Josh Tyson, that's fine. Put it in my end zone, sexual innuendo. Big beaver, sexual in the innuendo. Or maybe Am- just a fan of uh, aquatic rodents. Amber De Balls has. there's a sexual overtone to that as well. Three out of five.
0: Um, but Ditka's driving the bus. Remember he had like 130 last we week? He will not be okay. He, he dropped below 50. He lost what 80 I- points last week somehow. How do you lose that many points? I don't know. And he's got the Sunday ticket. I was told to watch out because he's got the Sunday ticket. Telling you, you got one or four four three. the fan. Don't you don't you trust. Got your those, gut. Don't trust conventional you got your gut. media channels. So who else who else did I pick, though? And Sunday ticket. Who else did I pick? The Cowboys. It's like 538 calling an election. Actually, I don't know about this Cowboys pick. They're oh, seven yeah. point favorites over the Ravens. I don't know if it'll hmm. Spread. Spread might come you. It, feels, up like, bite it feels like a safe bet, though. That spread might bite you. The Lions, I think they're gonna beat the six point five Spread against the Jaguars. <laughs> don't ever say 6.5 again. 6.5. Right. Well, no, I can say 6.5 as long as I'm not saying point after it. See, I said 6.5 spread. I didn't say 6.5 point spread. See what I'm saying? No, just don't, don't ever say 6.5. Uh, I think the there's it's, Cardinals. A, it's a dead heat between the Vikings and the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are going to pull it out. And I think the Raiders are going to spank the Texans by more than 5.5 points. Right. So there,
1: so you, there you go. go. Enough! Enough!
0: Which segues right
1: into the book. Club. Oh, but wait,
0: one, one more in the face note, real quick. Yeah, please. I ran into a couple of uh, friends who are in this betting pool the other night. Yeah. And I, Did they, they shock and awe about your. A little. I talked to like barely any shit. I was just, hey, I, all I said was like, hey, guys, when are you going to get in the game? You know, I was like, because <laughs> you know me, I'm timid. Like, I'm not really in the face when right. it comes to football, right? Right. But, but then I was watching this game last night at at the beginning of the fourth quarter, I think it was 23 to three. The saints were down and it was 23 to three. So I was like, fuck it's because I talk shit. Now I'm going to start bleeding points. But then the saints came back and almost won it. Meaningless perhaps, but that happened. And not every thought has to be shared. Not every thought has to be shared. Chapters nine and 10. Big brain and an unusually small head. Burned. Lo- lo- not. It's playing dirty, man It's playing dirty Oh, jeez I mean, this book It's the year of magical thinking This I is our book club America's okay. in its year of magical thinking now Ooh. Or at least half of us, right? We're mourning the death of something We're not quite sure what that is yet Or how dead it is
1: Joan Didion, the year of magical thinking We are discussing chapters 9 and 10 Next week, we will not do a book club no, it's Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving holiday special
0: with... L.A. Salami. Lookman. We had a
1: oof, rip-roaring political chat with Lookman.
0: It was good. It made us feel a little better. Um, I, we had, I feel better about certain things, but now more uneasy about other things. So. Yeah, I don't know. So I think i it, it wasn't probably, fair to
1: look to him for answers. I, I did, and I told him so during what, the course of the interview.
0: Well, I mean, he's like, he's like a protest singer in the vein of Bob Dylan. Think about what happened in the 60s. That's why Bob Dylan bowed out, because everyone's looking to him for answers. It's like, I just wrote some fucking songs. I'm going to go ride a motorcycle.
1: What? It occurred to me during those weeks that this had been, since the day we brought her home from St. John's Hospital in Santa Monica, my basic promise to her, to her daughter, Quintana, I would not leave. I would take care of her. She would be all right. It also occurred to me that this was a promise I could not keep. Day one. We're born alone, motherfuckers. Oh, okay. Later on, do you remember this wild dream she has about the plane going down and they're floating in the ocean? And she and and how she would she, she had she fantasizes about. Um,
0: oh yeah, yeah. When she's yeah.
1: dealing with her will and, te- will and testament, I think this concept of mutual disaster and where you can oh, yeah, all die together. Did she
0: say like one of them's menstruating? And so oh, she's the menstruating.
1: The was this: I would need. So they're both floating in the Pacific. They're they're. This they're, is a dream. It's a dream. I would need, because I was menstruating and the blood would attract sharks, to abandon her. Swim away. Leave her alone. Could I do this?
0: I mean, if you're... Uh, I mean, I'm one to c- conjure up. The chum is instant, though. I mean, sharks can smell a drop of blood in, like, a swimming pool of water, right? That's that's a... An I mean, Olympic-sized swimming pool. That's a unique... unique um scenario to imagine it is. But this chapter nine is all about the vortex effect and what that is. It's sort of a continuation of what's been happening in previous chapters where, you know, just one, she sees something and it triggers a chain reaction of memories that lead her someplace, usually unhappy. So there's more vortex effect happening here. Here, Here's what I wrote. If I may put on my own poetess pants here, some sorghums tunnels of memory. Cavernous with untold inroads. Oh, it's the killer drone bees. From surface life. Did did you write a little poem? Is that what you're telling me? I just jotted it up. No, I jotted a poetic note. (laughs) (laughs) Read it again, please. I thought uh, it was her It's not as crystal clear as it seemed to me last night. Tunnels of memory. Cavernous with untold inroads from surface life. So it's like any little thing, any Amazing. little thing in your day-to-day surface life can just plunge you into the depths of this weird maze of memories. Well, that is true. She spends... And they all seem like super uh, related, even if they're maybe not. But she... I suppose they are because they're your memories, So they must be related right They're in your head. That spider web's yours. I'm
1: not listening. They, she bounces around LA trying to avoid anything that would spark a memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but So she has this notion here. And I wonder if you experienced this because this is very much the way I grew up. Oh, well. that you could manage yourself out of problems. <clears throat> I think this is a coastal elite problem.
0: Sounds like a, a very brushy.
1: It's a coastal elite thing that you, are, you know a network of people that are able to address any
0: problem mm, yeah, through power and influence. That. And so she says... You are had, a coastal elite. I, did never, I didn't ever have that. I had my parents. Yeah, like, look, I felt a, like my parents could always help me.
1: I've a ba- I'm here now. I'm here now. I'm not you're, on the you're coast. You're on the couch. I'm not on the coast. <laughs> you're making no money. I had myself for most of my life shared the same core belief in my ability to control events. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, me too. But no, we all figure that one out one day or another
0: cured you of that. Or was it
1: their initial instinct? All of her powerful friends was that an event could be managed. Same went with for her daughter. Yeah. And I wrote this down. Harper back
0: Quinn sorghums. You're assigning a malady to each of your children?
1: I'm, I'm telling you, that's the path to my greater understanding, which may actually be a form of enlightenment. Yeah, I think both those things are a gift, Mark. That bullshit you can manage yourself out of these things. And your little powerful network? Fuck them. Gosh, <laughs> Jesus. <geez. laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I mean, they're nice people. Oh, well, I mean, fuck their potency. <laughs> Harper, textbook pregnancy, scary birth. Back. Hurt, didn't get better. Can't control that. Can't manage your way out of that. You Quinn, can't. Same thing. You're going to have a normal pregnancy? Weird birth. Sorghums. These things, these things are uncontrolled. Yeah. You have to go with them. You have to be resilient. I
0: like. don't think I had my back pain until I had both boys. Like bamboo. The old bamboo. I, I wrote something down. I, I'm not done. My because uh, then
1: she's in Cafe Med in the hospital, which is a great name for a cafe, especially in a hospital. Don't here. you want to go to a place called Cafe Med? <laughs> I guess so. I, I realized that the answer to the question made no difference. She was very interested in figuring out like what caused. You spoke about this last week, having jumped ahead. No wonder I didn't know why Quintana had hurt herself
2: mm.
1: because we hadn't read it yet. They didn't yeah, know whether I think she. We had no. We hadn't. It was in this chapter nine. <laughs> Whether or not she had, she was on certain drugs that made her blood very thin, right? Yes. Or, uh, yes. anticoagulants, I believe. Whether or not the pressure from the flight had, which very well could have caused a hemorrhage and that then led her to fall in the parking lot or whether she fell and that caused it, whatever. She was very interested in figuring this out and sort of, but then she said, I it really doesn't matter. Me and my power network, they can't fix this. I said, that's w-, and I said. This is wisdom or even nirvana enlightenment.
0: Wow, Mark, you're having <laughs> revelations left and right. <laughs> Look at this. Chapter ten. Are we there yet? Yeah, I'm on page one thirty six. Uh-uh. No, no, oh no, wait, one thirty six. I that, remembered a summer th- day. That's in, way far ahead. That's in chapter ten or eleven. Aren't we doing? What are we doing? Nine and ten? Yeah. For me, chapter thirty six is chapter eleven, page one thirty six. Yeah, I'm in chapter eleven. Is that not where we're supposed to be?
1: No, we're on nine and ten. Oh. So let's finish nine. Here's well, let me just—this is real quick.
0: It's That's gonna, ahead. You keep jumping ahead. It's not going to ruin anything for anybody. It, the readers—it's it's, not—it's not a fucking spoiler here. Okay, fine. I remember a summer day in 1970 when John and I stopped for a red light on St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans, and noticed the driver of the next car suddenly slump over his steering wheel. His horn sounded. Several pedestrians ran up. A police officer materialized. The light changed. We drove on. John had been unable to get this image out of his mind. There he was. He had kept saying later. He was alive, and then he was dead, and we were watching. We saw him. At the instant it happened, we knew he was dead before his family did. Yo.
1: Why did, I didn't need that right now.
0: I, well, it reminded me. I, when I was a kid, I, we was riding bikes um, back from a field, I think, me and my friend, riding back to my house. We're riding down my street, and there is a body... In the gutter, this old man laying in the gutter, we like kind of cruised past him and looked and he was like all blue. What? But then we just, we just kept going. And then we got down to my down to like his garage or something and we stopped and uh, kind of conferred. Like, did you just see what I think we just rode past? And so we rode back up and he was dead in the gutter. There, were, there was like a fly <laughs> on his lip. And then I looked. And did you report in, this? Well, he was in front of a house and we look inside and there's just some kids standing in the garage just staring at him too. But someone had called the, then we heard sirens. So, I mean, we were kind of No, like,
1: you're lying. You didn't hear, you're making that part up.
0: No. You the, just stand by me, left it. No, we came and we stood there and we were all in shock for a minute. But then the wow. sirens came and then. That is shocking. As man. the sirens were coming, the, guys, the guy lived at the top of the street. His wife came running out in her robe and slippy. <laughs> it's not that funny. And she was like running down towards the body and just like, John, John, screaming his name. is was traumatic. Oh, was it? He lived there?
1: Yeah, he lived up the street.
0: He'd just been walking down the sidewalk, and he had a heart attack and died in the gutter. Oh. And then we kind of retreated back to our house, and we we could see them doing the defibrillator on him, and we could see his body convulsing. Ah, All right. Okay, look. Death is everywhere, man. Isn't this a delightful moment? She
1: she flies to LA to spend time with her daughter in the ICU. It was late winter in New York. It's getting warm and springish in LA, and she doesn't have any clothes. So she she goes to the (laughs) store in the hospital, wants to buy some scrubs. So profound was the isolation in which I was then operating that it did not immediately occur to me that for the mother of a patient to show up at the hospital wearing blue cotton scrubs could only be viewed as
0: a suspicious violation of boundaries. Well those are just gonna look so baggy on little Didion. She's, she's a... gonna look like a crazy old woman, is mm-hmm. what she's gonna look like. <sighs> I, I found something of course this is in chapter eleven well, too. Stop! It's fine. It's no, just a little thing. No, it's not fine. I just she says this. I never actually learned the rules of grammar. Relying instead only on what sounded right That's me I always forget the rules of grammar Can you do the
1: chapters that we're reading? I've read ahead, I forgot So i read ahead for weeks, but I didn't talk about those chapters No one gives a fuck, dude Alright, I'll cover chapter 10 Oh, you don't have any notes for
0: chapter 10, is that why? I do, I shared them (laughs) Vortex effects, Tunnels of memory Cavernous with untold inroads from surface life You missed this little one
1: what it would be like to work for Life Magazine? Her husband says, "Didn't I tell you it would be like being nibbled oh, to that. death
0: by ducks?" I read that quote to Nicole because it was like such a good nibbled to death by that. ducks. is anybody in a creative profession? Death by a thousand duck nibbles. It's nibbled to death by ducks.
1: Oh, the peacocks! Remember the peacocks? No. Ah, oh. Buck. Who's Buck? Buck Henry. Buck-ons. Oh, they are renting a house from a guy named Buck. Unlike Buck, the peacocks were fat and moved only as a last resort. What? I guess Buck didn't. Um, at dusk, they would scream and try to fly to their nests in the olive trees, a fraught moment because they oh, would yeah. so often fall. Just before dawn, they would scream again. One day, I woke to the screaming and looked for John. I found him outside in the dark, tearing unripe <clears throat> peaches from peaches from a tree and hurling them at the peacocks a characteristically straightforward if counterproductive approach to resolving an annoyance. You will tell me when the peacock stops screaming,
0: won't you, Clarice? Interlude. All right, um, this is track one. This this uh, song is called Track Number One by an outfit known as Permit from an EP called Volume One. Mm, I like Six it. Six songs by Permit. Good for them. No muss, no fuss. This is real peppy. Bring it. I hope you're ready for some pep. Permit. I think we might get a Q and A from them up on the site soon. If you haven't been to the blog page of our site, that would be what is it, natch.is backslash blog. Yeah, we've got some great little Q and As with some pretty happening bands. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for thanks for
1: all that effort, Josh.
0: Hey, it's all you, buddy. It's, it's all my, Pat Riot. It's my pleasure. It's all there it is. Detritus. It's all food news eventually. I got some election results for you. Well, hold, hold on, keep going on <laughs> that. All right.
1: Well, no, this is some of the brighter side of election. T- there was some good news. Two zero one six. Yeah, there were some bright spots at the state level on those ballots, those crazy ballots we vote on all the time. Cookie kooky. Everybody's got something they're interested in. I'm just going to share with you. This is oh, this is another eater article. Link in the doc. Sign up for the doc.
0: Should I get a picture for the people of your? Uh- Eater.com back piece, Mark, because clearly you just love this site. What? <laughs> like you got a tattoo? No, I do. All right. Ballot measures affecting workers. Let's see.
1: Uh, unions. Okay. Hey, minimum wages passed in Arizona, Colorado, Maine, and Washington. Pretty much everybody getting it up to about what? Twelve bucks. Ooh, thirteen
0: fifty in Washington. It means you could have just two jobs instead of three.
1: Fairer wages are on the way. Good for you, voters. All right, we got some ballot measures affecting producers. <laughs> In Indiana and Kansas, we have made hunting, fishing, and trapping wildlife a constitutional right.
0: Hey, man. When the water it's, wars hit, you're going to be one to—you're going to you're, you're gonna wish you knew how to hunt. That's weird. I don't know why that—all right. I think that's a gun thing, right? That's a sneaky "give me my guns" thing. It could be
1: a crossbow
0: thing. Could be the crossbow lobby. Oh, guns, the compound bow lobby. Huge
1: victory in Massachusetts for animals. We banned all these crazy containment and confinement practices for our lovely meat friend, meated friends. Good job, Massachusetts! Thumbs up, three thumbs up from the Soundhawk. We banned. What's us- that third thumb? We banned using. Please don't animals.
0: send me a picture on via text. No animal traps or snares
1: on state lands in Montana. I mean, that's fucking great, but I'm actually a little surprised by that. That's good. What's wrong with a snare? A lot.
0: We've got a call in about 45 minutes. Uh,
1: we decided not to make farming a constitutional right in Oklahoma. Hmm. So I guess hunting, fishing, and trapping are okay, but not farming. Odd. Thank God we have banned the sale of products from 12 species... Of endangered animals in Oregon. Good job. Yeah, something about taxes. Then we got so here we go. Ballot effect, ballot measures affecting consumers. We have continued to ban plastic bags, grocery bags in California. That's good. 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 We decided not to re- redirect proceeds um, from grocery bag sales to the wildlife conservation board in California. Hmm. Too specific, probably. Right. Uh, we got full strength beer and wine in Oklahoma. About time in grocery stores. And something about the sales tax. Wow. Hey, soda. Left.
0: What about that herb, homie?
1: That, that wasn't part of This was food.
0: You can make edibles <laughs> out of that herb, Holmes.
1: We also, last week, five more jurisdictions joined Berkeley and Philadelphia in imposing special taxes on soda and other soft drinks. Four of the taxes were approved on election day by voters in Boulder, Colorado, and three California cities, San Francisco, Oakland, and Albany. The fifth was approved last Thursday by the Cook County, Illinois Board of Commissioners. Soda is the villain.
0: The devil above all else. Soda and sitting are the new cigarettes and cell phones we just don't know it yet we're all going to have brain tumors. That's some big are you prepared f- for that mark.
1: My brain tumor?
0: Mhm. I already have it. Shit. That's not wood. There you go.
1: Can I bring you a happier story? Please. Before you f- bring it on home with your treatise on grapefruit. <laughs> What the fuck, man? I gave you one story. You really look at this. There's so many notes. And look at your you have more notes on this no, than these I have are on that. I want you to respond to a, a Wait, tr-
0: this is horse shit. Look at how people aren't going to see the doc the way I'm seeing it right now. There's way more just, just roll with it, but text in your little next I'm story. I'm calling a food trend for you. All right. I, I think put, you're I think you're trying to no, line put, your pockets. No, I'm not. This is just one of your clients. I'm on a project right now I can't even talk about. I don't think I'm going to talk about Oats. This is
1: about all day Oats. All right. It's happening. We're going to connect some dots for you. I want you to tell me what you think.
0: Real quick, though, did you know know that Quaker Oats has released an overnight Oats television ad campaign? No. Watch for it, my friend. I don't watch TV. Oh, I don't own a TV. So here's some. I do own one. I just watch Netflix. That is watching TV. That is so... Well, I'm not going to see a Quaker Oats commercial on Netflix. You probably watch a fucking football game. Nope.
1: No in the face? (laughs) A little bit of Charlie Rose on Now and Again, but no commercials there. You don't
0: like Charlie Rose.
1: (laughs) I don't. We set out to create delicious, nourishing, and convenient food options for people who share our love for great food and healthy living. This is brought to you by Grainful. Right off their website. Our path led us to steel-cut oats. All right. Now we're taking oats beyond breakfast and bringing you the goodness of oats for dinner. We were immediately drawn to steel-cut oats, the less processed sibling of rolled oats, for being chock-full... Quaker oats, those rolled oats. For being chock-full of fiber, complete proteins, and loads of other
0: nutrients, all in one gluten-free, heart-healthy package. Here's what I don't understand. How and- does... Like, what does steel cut mean exactly? Does that mean like a steel blade yeah. cuts some rolled oats into smaller pieces and somehow it's healthier? How's the, that- oat. the rolled oat has been processed more. Because it's been rolled? Yeah, and it breaks up all that. Cutting is a process too. Doesn't cutting break things up? Rolled oat, you put it in your mouth, it's pretty soft, right?
1: A little bit? Put a steel cut oat in there, you chew on it. What is it like? Probably crack a filling. Hard as a rock. And as we boiled and bubbled our way through innumerable oat experiments in our Ithaca, New York kitchen, we fell in love with their subtle, nutty flavor and rich risotto-like texture. Are you sold yet? You don't even even know what to buy yet, right?
0: I've gone two paragraphs and we haven't
1: done shit. At first, we followed the traditional oat path. (laughs) So tempting. Making tasty breakfast preparations that attracted a loyal following. Then one evening it happened. What happened, Mark? Chef Sacco was about to cook dinner. Uh Uh-oh. No, he didn't. I think it's a she. No, she didn't. When she realized that she was out of pasta, out of rice, out of potatoes, we haven't been given any rice. But she had plenty of steel cut oats. Guessed it. Eureka! They look like rice. They cook like rice. So why not use them like rice, rice for is dinner? Nice. Half an hour later, she was eating jambalaya with steel cut oats. Digging into leftovers the next day, we all agreed steel cut oats were destined for much more than breakfast. Wow. I'll bring to you one product they offer, among many. This is the porcini mushroom chicken. What happens when you combine slowly simmered porcini mushrooms, tender white chicken meat, basil, oregano, parsley, and 100% whole grain steel-cut oats?
0: Wait, what, I can see what happened. Don't, that's one of those dumb rhetorical questions. With what gra- do you mean, what happens? Marketing. With, this fucking happens. With
1: green full steel-cut meals, porcini mushroom chicken, you get a dreamy and
0: creamy risotto-style delight that's rich and delicious. You think I can't recognize marketing when I see it? I'm a marketing (laughs) maven, Mark. Frozen foods, prepared. Did you sit (laughs) on the cat? No, I didn't touch
1: the cat. Remember, I'm not a grabber. I'm a petter. That's just one piece of the equation. Now we're going to go to New York. Oh, I didn't write down the address. It's somewhere in New York. Manhattan. Welcome to Oatmeals, the world's first all-oatmeal cafe. Hey. Hey. Where we put modern twists on an old-fashioned favorite, we proudly serve 100% natural whole grain steel-cut oats. All pastries are baked in-house using rolled oats and oat flour. Get ready! Here come some menu items. Tell me if you'd buy it. Oh, but first of all, this is delightful. Are you ready for this? Listeners to Get Bit are Let's,
0: gonna
1: are gonna are gonna recognize these terms here. Well, if you go, but
0: they haven't heard it yet.
1: Well, maybe they're listening to that first and then this. Who knows? Doubt it. Go ahead. When you go to, what's it called? Oatmeal cafe? Oatmeals. Oatmeals. When you go to Oatmeals, well, do you want that eight ounce bowl, 12 ounce bowl or 16 ounce bowl? Which one do you want? Let me, let me tell you a different way. Okay. Do you want the baby bear, the mama bear or the papa bear? Is that really what they're called? That's exactly what they're called. <laughs> I guess
0: I want the papa bear. I know you do. Cause I'm papa bear. That's right. Um, you know, I got a new strategy though. I, uh, I order smaller entrees now, because I usually know that I'm end up finishing whatever my wife and youngest son yeah, does. totally. My oldest son eats like nonstop. So What's we went thing? to we went to Water Course the other day. You know the vegetarian? No, City of City. Excuse me. That like vegetarian pizza place right mm-hmm. by this, right by the Capitol. Mm-hmm. We each ordered a salad called the Living Salad, hydroponically grown greens. Came out on a big like a long rectangular uh, butcher's board, but it still had the roots. Like it still had the little root nodule at the end of it. Two, you two like, bunches of greens. You like the root still attached to the root. And then it was like dressed with olive oil. And then there were just some lemon wedges on the, on the, on the board there. And I squeezed those over them. And then there were some crushed pepitas and black salt, like sea salt that I sprinkled over. It was fantastic. I was eating an actual live food, Mark. So you can get these bowls, hot oatmeal. You can put all
1: anything you want in there. They got fresh fruit, dried fruit, nuts and seeds, sweet stuff, savory stuff. Blah blah blah. blah. You can get yourself all sorts of pre concocted hot and bothered Papa Bear bowls, you know, with spices and all that.
0: But then oh wait, these are two separate things. There's Grainful, which is selling this stuff in the freezer yeah. case, and then there's oat meals. There's a whole restaurant. That's why I'm I'm calling the trend for you.
1: Oats beyond breakfast. You can go get them at a restaurant. You can go get them. In your frozen food aisle, because there are this ancient grains. Yeah, all excited about yeah, yeah. teff and all this stuff. But, you know, this is a hardcore, high-impact oat grain. grain. Uh, how about this? The Canadian. Cinnamon roasted apples, sharp cheddar cheese, bacon, maple syrup, sea salt. How about some poutine? With oats. How about the Elvis? Peanut butter, banana, bacon, honey, sea salt. With oats.
0: <laughs> With oats.
1: Tra- Cacio e pepe. Got Joey Another call out to oh, get bit. Extra virgin olive oil, sea salt, and cracked black pepper with oats. Croque Monsieur, Asian
0: style congee porridge. Come on, Thai style sweet and spicy. Okay, so it's basically like noodles and company, but for oats. But I for get oats, it. I get
1: it. Then you got any kind of dessert
0: you want, either fucking oats. Does the, do the desserts have oats? Yes, it's all oats. Everything's oats. It is oats. Do they have an oat shake? Like oh, let's see. Oat smoothie.
1: You can get oatmeal pastries. Here we go. Beverages. Beverages. Do they
0: have? I don't see any oat. Beverages. fruits. You can't get oats? oat milk.
1: They don't have oat milk on here. Though.
0: You ready to talk about grapefruits? No, because we have a call. At one? I thought it was at one fifteen. No. All right. Back in a flash. Look! Grapefruits. Animals. Wild animals hunting each other. Grape- tell, tell me about grapefruit and salt, Josh. Grapefruit and salt. I want to know about the science behind this unlikely power couple. Well, apparently you don't want to know much about it because you've complained multiple times about the amount of info. I think I need to start picking my own articles because you know, nobody's stopping you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I go into the doc and they're already there. Uh, so this is an NPR.org piece of reporting Yep. by Nadia Berenstein. Yep. So check this out, Mark. You sitting comfortably?
1: You don't know what to say, do you? Come on!
0: Ad campaigns from the First and Second World Wars tried to convince us that grapefruit tastes sweeter with salt.
1: Mm. What? I've always been a fan of melon with salt.
0: Yeah, we'll try grapefruit with salt, baby. I've never
1: done it. It's always sugar. As one
0: 1946 ad for Morton's in Life magazine put it, the pairing, these ads swore... Enhance the flavor. So there you go. Um, I don't know. Like I don't know why this article exists, quite frankly. What does it (laughs) say? I didn't read it. So there's a few components to it. The first component is that yeah, um, back in the day, wait, did I? We used to eat grapefruit with salt. Well, no. Well, here's what happened. Okay, when World War One disrupted the global sugar sugar supplies chain. Causing sugar shortages and skyrocketing prices, grapefruit sales plummeted here in the Americas. We were Mm. reluctant to eat the fruit if we couldn't drown out its pungency with sugar. Hmm. So there was a panic, man, in the Florida Citrus Exchange. (laughs) They launched a national ad campaign to convince Americans that grapefruit, quote, need no sugar and never should have much. This is a great story. Sugar crisis ends. It's a little bit of food history. Sugar crisis ends. (sighs) Okay. Come on, animals. animals. Sugar crisis ends. You said that. People can have their sugar on their grapefruit. You talking again. you two to me? All right, go. But ahead. when World War II comes along, sugar once again becomes scarce. Salt and grapefruit back in the limelight, buddy. But here's something I didn't know. You ready for something interesting, Mark? Did you know that grapefruits are relatively new to this earth, not just to your plate? No. They're a hybrid. Okay. GMO, GMO fruit. They're a hybrid formed from the spontaneous union. That's all GMOs are. It's crossbreeding, foreign transplants, the Javanese pumelo, and the East Asian sweet orange. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a noisy one, isn't it? What is happening? The dog is heavy. You got,
1: uh, the, you got the Javanese pomelo. Is that what you said? Yes, I did. And the East, East Asian orange. sweet orange. Can I have an East Asian sweet orange?
0: You that could find one, I think. I don't know. What's don't funny know. is when I when I was searching for show images this week, I was looking for something grapefruity that we might be able to use. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find much, but when you Google search grapefruit, it give it actually gave me this array of buttons I've never seen before on an image search. Like just it was like keywords, but in button form, so I could narrow my search. And I clicked one that was Chinese. There's a Chinese grapefruit. They're kind of greenish. Hmm. They look like they have a really heavy uh, skin.
1: What is it about? So there's a lot of older Americans who can't eat eat grapefruit because it it uh, interacts with their blood pressure medicine, I think?
0: I think it interacts with uh, cholesterol what? meds. Is it cholesterol meds or blood pressure? Statins. Don't well, quote me. Yeah, I'm not going to quote it up. you, Facebook. Check this out, though, buddy. Uh, grapefruit. Uh, uh, in the mid-1900s. Statins. Gary Bouchamp.
1: Oh, grapefruit statin death comes right up.
0: Yep, Go ahead. See,
1: <laughs> I don't think that's right.
0: In mid 1990s, Gary Bouchamp and Paul Breslin at the Monell Chemical Senses Center in Philadelphia began to unravel the complex dynamic process through which salt transforms and enhances flavor. By testing the interaction between three taste sensations—salty, bitter, and sweet—they found that salt increased the perception of sweetness by diminishing our ability to taste bitterness. So there's your answer right there, Mark. Why is salt good on a bitter fruit? Because salt increases the perception of sweetness and diminishes our ability to taste bitterness.
1: Natch 90. <laughs> Food news eventually. Texas SoundHawk
0: 303-548-6877. We're not done. I still got one more beefy quote here for you. Jesus, <laughs> This one's good too. I picked good quotes. I just picked a lot of them.
1: Major drug interactions with grapefruit. Yep. Statins, boom. Simvastatin, lovastatin, also cough suppressants, also erectile dysfunction drugs. Well, no, maybe not. It's not.
0: Okay. Something else might be going on too. Bouchamp says, salt changes the chemistry of water. In a watery food like grapefruit, the addition of salt makes it easier for volatile molecules, the chemicals responsible for odor. To launch themselves into the air, where we can breathe them in and smell them, intensifying our experience of the fragrance of the fruit. Mm. Xanax, Xanax. So that enhanced scent might heighten ha- your enjoyment as as well. Zoloft, Adderall. Look at but all there's these There's much we still don't know about this. How Saltaflex flavor mark. You were just stumbling around over there. I Caffeine. hate these quotes.
1: Why do you put so many in I don't there? know.
0: <laughs> just tell me what the article's about. I just did. I know you did, but now you're still going back to The article's to about quotes. three things. Like, I gotta get this quote in there. Three things. Grapefruits, new to the planet. Yep. Interesting. Pe- people, Didn't know that. People think they like it with sugar, but it turns out you can have it with salt. Would love to try that. Maybe they discovered that because there were some salt shortages during the two world wars. World wars. World war wolf. Crushed it right there. And then you got Bouchamp.
1: I was missed that you part.
0: That salt enhances. I, I read that quote oh, like the six sweet, times. The sweet, right, right. I yeah. got that. It increases the perception of sweetness and diminishes the ability to taste bitter. That's Natch ninety. Thanks for listening. Go check out Get Bit.
1: Check us out on the. Can we just drop all the social media stuff? No. Oh. All right. Well, I want to. It's because your... Instagram, Twitter, Get Bit. A very highly curated Instagram page,
0: beautiful. No, ours is not get bit. There's nothing. Oh, sorry. Yet. Uh, At real match. Real match. <laughs> there's there's like method to our madness there. Yeah. You got to check proud it of out. that. I guess.
1: But I enjoy Twitter more. But I check it too much, and I really would just delete it from my phone and be totally okay with that.
0: No, you're just on Facebook all the time. I've never been on Facebook since
1: then. I could control my own balance.